Hi, I'm Janice Corsano, and this is How to Survive Art School. In this episode, You know, very few people get to do stuff that they love and get paid for it. How lucky are they? Instead, that would be a normal thing that we would do what we loved, which we would be much better at. You know, like we have passion for it. We would give more, you know, we'd get a lot more done. But that doesn't seem to be the case for most people. So if we said like, okay, but we know that you like what you do. I it's do. Not, it's not one of those things that you're doing. So that's better. We said like, you much know, better. much better than what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. So you're enjoying that more. I am. So those things are, those are like, when we talk about what has changed in your life, those are big changes. Like you yes. enjoy doing what you're doing more. I do. It's you coming down to, okay, here's these spots that are left in, you know, this puzzle that I'm putting together about how I see the world and how I could see it differently mm-hmm. to make it work better for me. So just understanding the idea that, that it's never enough. What does that make you feel like when you say it? Because does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like if you sit there and feel it in you, is there a different way that you could look at that? Yes. I just don't know how to switch over to that. Okay. So let's start with. Belief without physically seeing it. Right. I was just going to say, let's start with what you're really feeling about it. And, And the feeling about it is that I need to physically see it. And that's where we know that that doesn't work that way. Exactly. So we go, you know, most people will say, you know, I will believe that when I see it. And, and that's we know where I that get frustrated because I know I need to create it before I see it. Mm-hmm. Which is the problem. But where do I create it? <laughs> well, the idea that you actually are creating everything, as mm-hmm. you know, and we go, all right, so if you're creating it, what would the thing be that you would do different? Because somehow you're creating the other one. And I mean, for you to actually make it work that way, you'd have to be pretty good at creating it. Mm-hmm. It's like you got a raise or you did this or you did that. And then you got a bill to match the raise. Mm-hmm. How'd you do that? That was pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like normally I couldn't pull that off if I tried. Hold on. Let me see. How much did I get a raise? Oh, I got 50 bucks. Okay. Oh, I could save 50 more dollars. No. Now you got a bill for 60. Mm-hmm. I'm short. Right. <laughs> I'm short. So... How did you create that? Because when you start thinking about like, if we say like, all right, if you're creating everything and you're you know, going to take responsibility for understanding, it's like, all right, so how, how did you actually do the other one? Because you did it somehow. Right. So it helps you to see like, okay, if I'm the creator, then I must have created that in my program that had to be the thing that showed up. Right. So how do you start to, how do you start to see it? So that, because the awareness, you know, is 90% of, of all this so you could see like the proof of the opposite would be okay first figure out how you're doing it to begin with right it almost feels like i'm trying to control it too much like we always say don't don't count out your expenses and budget because that's where you're going to create even more lack to the degree because some people are very good at doing budgets and and when you do a budget um and it depends on the person because there's some of my clients that that when they do a budget, what it does is it really screws them up. So it makes it so they actually just make exactly what they need instead of they could have any more. 
and it actually screws with them or that they can't they don't have enough then no matter what they do they're not going to have enough so you need to you need an idea of what you need but sometimes the budget actually works against right. them and i my budget's working against me okay so if we look at it and say okay what'd you learn when you did your budget I'm literally, I get paid weekly, so I'm literally counting out week to week when I could pay a bill. Okay. And. Well, which already puts you in the mindset of lack. Yes. So then I get the, oh my God, where am I going to, where am I going to come up with more money? I need to get another job or I need to fill in in my, se- my second job that I'm already trying to get rid of. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pushing myself back to the second job. Right. Because the idea that, that you could only have one and that you get paid enough from that one is also. You know, because then you'd be working way too little. Right. I mean, you've been working two jobs for ever. Forever. You know, so it'd be like, when did you not work two jobs? Apparently you always Before did. Before I... Well, when you Maybe went when to school. when I was 16. Yeah, but... <laughs> when you went to school, you know. But even then I was working two jobs. I worked up at school during the week, 10 hours, went to school, and then I'd come home every other weekend and work on a Saturday night. So you pretty much worked two jobs for... A long time. Yes. I mean, you're not that old, but, you know, for ever since you really started working, if you think about it. Yes. Like, not too many years after you turned 16. Right. And I was always babysitting even before 16, so I always had something. Right. So, if we said, like, all right, so the idea that that would be something that you learned pretty young, that you wouldn't have enough. And then, okay, here you are working. Now, at that time, you're staying at home, so you would have had enough. Right. So when do you not have enough? When you go out on your own? Like, when does the belief kick in? I think it's when you go out on your own. Right? Because it's mm-hmm. not when... It's, here you are working, right? And you live at home when you're a kid, right? And you're right. going to school. And you have spending money. And you can go out and do right, things so that you fun. want. Yeah. It's the real world. Uh-huh. Oh, when you go out into the real world. Okay. So if you think about, okay, when does it really kick in? Because beliefs kick in at different ages. So what about what age is the real world start? And it could be different for everybody because mm-hmm. it's usually like after you get out of college. Maybe 18. You know, like it's most. usually it's usually after you get out of college. Or even, yeah, probably after college, 21, you know, cause 22. Before it used to be 18 when kids didn't go to college. But now I think it's up to more to once you get out of college, you know, that, okay, now you got to kick into the real world. College is like, you know, still a fun time. You're still learning and right. stuff. And now it's like, all right, Kel, so when did the real world, <laughs> the real world kick your butt? The second I graduated. <laughs> Got out of school and two jobs later and never having enough. Mm-hmm. Well, she had plenty before. It's like, if you think about it, it's like, what's the difference? Well, I didn't have any bills to pay. I didn't have no responsibilities. And now you're this responsible adult who has to take care of all this stuff. And, and you think about it, it's like, all right, you make way more money than you did then. And it's almost discouraging to keep setting more goals because I'm, if I set more goals for my future, I'm going to have to keep making more and more money. God, <laughs> no more goals for you. That's it. How am I ever going to buy a house? <laughs> I guess you won't ever have one. You just won't have a house. But the idea that that would be something, because that's a thing right now. Like, you know, that's a lot of fears for people that they won't be able to ever get a home. Um, And not necessarily that everyone should want a home. Like, meaning, like, having a home is responsibility, taking care of it and doing all those things. But it should be a thing that we should have on our list if we want it. You know, like, if that's something that we want and we look at it and we go, like, no, that would be something that I'd like. Um, Why would it be something that we couldn't have? And that setup is one of those things. It's like, okay, so I, don't, I barely make enough to afford my apartment right now. Right. 
But if you think about, you know, what it is that you are affording, apartments are not inexpensive. No, they could be as much as rent. Right. You know, your mortgage. I mean mortgage, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, your mortgage could be as much as what you'd be paying for rent. Right. And sometimes it's less, you know, like rent can be more. So those types of things, like when you start to look at them, but can be different than, than what you think. But the idea, though, that the idea that, you know, when I set goals, that it makes me feel like I have to work harder instead right. of smarter. You know, like, like that what there would you be do to achieve an, achieve this a goal? Right. So the idea that what would you do to achieve the goal that I'm going to, I'd, I'd like a home, and how do I start saving money for that and be able to, I don't know, feel like I could actually do it when more bills come in and I never make enough, <laughs> no matter what I do. So hence, hence that second job just has to keep going. Now I need a third and a fourth. <laughs> yes. You can, now, now she's going to, anyone looking for help? <laughs> Multiple skills. <laughs> Kelly's got multiple skills. And don't be funny. I could all hear you. <laughs> um, but the point being that, that if she has to get a third job and a fourth job, she doesn't sleep anymore. So she might be tired at the first and second job. By the time you get to the third but one. But then I'm going to be eating more and drinking more caffeine. So then I'm going to have more bills on top of that. Oh, see, I think you might as well keep, get rid of the third and fourth job then. Don't, don't do them. And that would be what it'd be like. That's when, when you take out the program because the idea that your first job wouldn't actually pay you enough. And what you do is something that, that your pay scale is something that you'd be fine with. Like right. you could actually have a home and, you know, with, with the work that you do and what you do, um, that you could actually save money. And, but until that program goes, meaning that belief, right now you're on the line of no matter what I make, more goes out then comes in and i know we have a little saying that will say you know always say more comes in than ever goes out and you'll always be safe but how we screw that up really quickly is when we get a damn bill like kelly's doing right now when we get a damn bill and go i ain't gonna i don't got the money to pay for this how am i gonna pay for this and instead of us going good thing more comes in than ever goes out and feeling it because mm -hmm. it's a feeling and right now we're in the fear of the lack because lack is coming from top down, which is way, way worse than when it came from the bottom up. Um, as it comes from the top down, it stops everything. And, and money is energy, so it needs to flow. So what it feel, we feel that feeling of stop and that feeling of lack and that it's mm -hmm. not flowing. And that's part of the problem. It's mm -hmm. like we need to let it flow. And then it starts to flow more. Right. But that's we have a lot exactly. of people stopping it. I pulled an angel card today. Did you? And that's exactly what it said, how... In the angel world, money's an exchange, and mm -hmm. how me how much we mess it up in the human oh we do we're human world we suck at it so we suck at the idea of that it's that it's energy and that it needs to flow right and that that actually you know putting money out brings money back that the more that you hold on to it the more that you're afraid to actually spend and I don't mean everyone go out and spend a lot of money that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, but that as we actually put it out and we're not afraid, the more that comes in. So it actually is a flow that it, the cycle of it is different than the way that we really think about it. But we see a lot of people holding because they're getting so afraid. So that, that amount that we hold on to our fear that we're never going to have more. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. So it's like, and because everything is so big, like we're creating so fast that just having those thoughts, tiny, you know, those little minuscule pain in the ass ones, mm -hmm. um, are the things that are creating because there's way more energy behind them now. Meaning with, even though they're small, you're creating faster. So you'll see the results really fast. So 
since you don't need that much on the other side, thank God we don't need 100% belief on the other side. Right. You know, you need like 10% to actually see a movement. It feels very close. Yeah. Then we go, all right, so what can you see? Because, you know, when we see like the proof of the opposite, there's a lot around you that, that you are close. And then it's actually right on the balance. It's, it's doing this thing that you could say. It's like, oh, I'm doing it. And I keep saying I don't have enough. And I keep saying that no matter what mm-hmm. I do, no matter how many jobs I have or whatever, it's always going to be this way. Instead of it being like, wait, I need to stop being afraid of when a bill comes in. I have to stop being afraid of bills to begin with mm-hmm. and know that I'll always have enough to pay for them. And the more that I do that, the more that I, and it's not like we're sitting there just wishing like, guys, this is important. There's an action that she's taking. She's not sitting at home just having positive thoughts, which is something that we need to do, have positive thoughts and to actually, you know, envision, um, do our visualizations and see things. But we have to take actions. You know, the universe helps us as we're helping ourselves. But you have to do an action too. It's not like sitting there only, because a lot of people will say like, "Well, I'm I'm doing this, this, and this," and it's just visualizations. But they're not actually going out and looking for the job or looking for a better job or mm-hmm. look, you know, like doing something that would actually be an action too. And it's not that the job can't come to you; it can. But you have to actually put yourself out there for one. Right. <laughs> you might be want to apply or something. <laughs> Not that they can't pop up on your door because they do that too. But it's just the idea that, that you have belief that, that the job would show up too. You know, like there's something that, mm-hmm. you know, it, the action that we're taking is that we're doing something. And that can be something little. It doesn't have to be like, you know, you're, you know, knocking down every door to, you know, be like actually, you know, putting, listen, you're hiring me and you're paying me this much money. It's more the idea that, that you're out there with yourself with an energy that's saying, I'll, I'm willing to take the action that I need to do this in a positive form. Not, you know, I have to go kill myself every day. But I could actually do things that I love to do and that I get paid for them. That's a hard one for most people. That's a really hard yes. one. And the idea that most people will tell you, the rest of the group around you will tell you, that's just silly. Like, you're being, my favorite word, you're being unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Get in the real world. Get in the real world, Kels. Mm-hmm. You're not, you j- that's not the way it works. No, you have to work hard. You have to do this. You have to do that. Right now, with the little time that we have, we're not working hard. We're killing ourselves. Like there's a a point in this where it's like you feel like you don't have any time in the day. You're working your ass off. You get out and then you go and work some more because we got to work at home. We got to do all our stuff at home. So what does it feel like? When do we have any fun? Fun seems to be like uh, a minuscule department. Very. And all of the other stuff is work, 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 work. Okay, do the dishes, do this, get to stop the grocery store. Don't forget this. We got to make some dinner. Um, oh, got clothes to wash. Oh, got to wash those. Mm-hmm. After I did all the work that I did all day, it's like so. Where's the fun department happen? Because we're missing the fun department. We're missing it. Yeah. So that's the part where, when when you and I are talking about this, that that actually is part of the problem, that we're actually staying in in that mindset too long, in that mindset of work. And money when we shouldn't actually be thinking about it, you know, like the more we focus on something, the more we actually get more of it. Like, so that's like with worry, you would think the more you focused on money, you get more, but we're not focusing on it with the right energy. We're focusing on it with lack. Exactly. You know, instead of focusing on fun and the idea that money comes in and it's fun. So you might want to make this more fun. Okay. You know, like make it more fun in the way that you think about it. Make it more of a game. Mm -hmm. Like, so you could see it like, because right now we're doing too much work. You know, and I don't want even the work that we do, meaning the work that we do, um, 
to be something that's hard or, you know, I want this to be fun. It should be fun. I want it to be fun. Yeah, it should be, you know, like investing in ourselves should be fun. You know, being detectives of how we work should be fun. This shouldn't be like, ugh, grilling, I hate this, I don't want to look at myself. And most of us don't want to look at ourselves, but this is supposed to be fun. It's like, what more thing is exciting than to figure out like how you actually work and how the planet works and how the people around you are working? Okay, so what kinds of things can you start to, can you start to do when making this a little bit more fun? Because this should be fun, and I'm not sure because our recording just did something because my energy breaks shit all the time. So, in mm. whatever we got on there about this, and we were talking about having fun, and apparently they don't want anyone to know that they should be having fun, and even the work that you do <laughs> should be fun. No one know that. Everyone just work your ass off and forget about it. Well, I guess I would instead of taking my money and being like okay what bills can I put this towards it'd be more okay what activities and hobbies can I put this money towards and how about the idea that that there would be enough money to do both you know that we would that you would actually have you know that you can pay your bills because it's not like you're not paying your bills of course you're going to pay your bills but it's more okay and the idea that that it doesn't necessarily cost money to have fun you know like what are fun things that we can do that because I don't want your focus on money so much. I want your focus on fun. Like okay. even with money, like I don't want you to think like we're tending to stay in lack because we're focusing on whatever we focus on too much and we're focusing on the wrong energy. Mm-hmm. So instead of it more comes in than ever goes out and there'll be plenty, it's, oh shit, how am I going to pay this? Mm-hmm. So I can't do anything or I'm not going to ever get my house. We're not Like all those thoughts are creeping in, which are the things and we know they create really fast now. So then, okay, now another bill comes in and then another bill comes in. You're like, oh my God, I can't seem to get out from underneath this. And we have a mass consciousness, like, you know, the the world consciousness is very much in that lack department. So we have to be pretty much trying to not take theirs on too and be affected by it at the same time. Yeah, you're doing your own. And sometimes (laughs) it can be a little bit overwhelming. It's like, okay, I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle, but it doesn't have to be because what I'm saying is uh, like focusing on fun and making it fun, then you could be the example other people so your energy can change the way other people do it so just you being like able to do something that's more fun like and it doesn't have to cost anything like we need to take the money thing out and do it more as an energy mm-hmm. so if we took the dollar out and that's why i you know did the exercise where um teaching the class where i had everyone take a 20 dollar bill out and mm-hmm. rip it in half and nobody would rip it <laughs> 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 i gave them a piece of paper and hadn't ripped that in half and they ripped it in half and i said okay everyone take out a 20 anyone everyone got the a value. 20 and they grabbed the 20 and they went i go all right rip it in half and they would <laughs> i wouldn't do it <laughs> rip it in a bunch of pieces <laughs> throw it up in the air and they all stopped and went whoa i'm like okay you could already tell the amount of energy we got in money mm-hmm because we had no problem ripping the paper in half, right. but that damn 20 that we gave so much power to, and that's why we want to take our power back from it and give it a different label. You know, the idea that all the labels, and think about them, because that's what's important here. It's like all the labels that you gave money, all the power that we gave money, the idea that we had to work so hard for it, that it's hard to get, that you never have enough of it, that it's evil, that it changes you that it makes you into, you know, an asshole of a person that then people you get can't trust people already and then they're only going to be after you for your money. I mean, there's so many beliefs and so much power behind it that we need to take that back. So one of the also things I want you to look at is the labels that you're putting on it and how you've been doing it. Because taking those labels off, like we talked about with people, it changes the way that that is. So then you can start to see money a little bit different. 
So you're going to do two things. One is you're going to take the labels off of money. Mm-hmm. And the other one is you're going to start having fun, like with it. So money, it's got to be fun. It's got to be like, oh, the more that co- more comes in than ever goes out, but it's going to be fun. Like, oh, when you see a bill, instead of it being like, oh, how am I going to pay this? It really has to be. And you got to like really build up the energy of, okay, I'm going to make this fun. Right. I know how this works. I know that I am crea- a creator. Mm-hmm. So let me make this fun. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to say, oh, no, wait. Oh, more comes in than ever goes out. So I'll have plenty. Mm-hmm. I have plenty to pay this bill. And then watch what happens. And that I have control. Well, you do. You know, like you're the creator. So right. the idea that the idea that it's fun, though, I want it light. And to be like, oh, when you see the bill, like catch yourself and mm-hmm. laugh and be like, Oh, more comes in than ever goes out. Because the more that we put it out in that energy, mm-hmm. the more that you'll see it stop pretty quickly, that whole other thing. And then pay attention to how much you, like, and, and you only got to do it for a couple of days because we could see how we repeat all the time. Unless you got to do it for a couple hours, you could see how much, because <laughs> we, <laughs> we usually do the same thing over and over. So for you, it'd be like, okay, well, what's the thing that you need to do? And it's like, just pay attention to what the thoughts have really been. And even if you wanted to just do it for one day. You would see because we repeat the same thoughts over and over. So just do it for like one day and pay attention to the thoughts that you have about money and about lack and about, you know, when it comes to a house, when it comes to, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do. And you'll be very surprised because that's what happens all the time. You'll be very surprised at how much you're putting out the opposite of what you really want to put out. Let me talk about creating. Pretty exciting. (laughs) Well, it was really nice to have Kelly here. And um, we're going to have Kelly back again, hopefully, and she will join us on another How to Survive Earth School. But thanks so much for joining us, Kelly, and hope you, you enjoyed Janice. it. <laughs> I did. Check out learnitlive.com for Janice's classes on energy mastery. Learn how we're all connected. We're all so much more sensitive than we realize and can often hear and feel what other people are thinking and feeling. We need to learn how to discern what's ours and what's not. You can also manage your energetic connections with others to create healthier relationships. Janice also did a past life regression class entitled Soulmates in Your Past Lives in which she helps you to understand a little bit more the dynamics that may be operating between you and someone in your life. The next podcast episode should be up this Friday, but we got a little behind schedule, so if not Friday, then definitely Monday. We'll see you soon.